Hi, my name's Andrew Chubb. I'm the CEO of Awali Resources, the TSXV listed explorer who are uncovering a new copper gold district in uh, in Cote d'Ivoire. Good, good to see you. Good to meet you. We're not met or spoken before, so I'm kind of want to get stuck into the story. Now it's all changed there um, at Awali. So can you g- give me your sort of well, a little bit of background on yourself and maybe the team that you've reassembled, if you don't mind. Sure. Um, so I was with uh, Awali um, when it formed um, and and came in as the COO of the company. And, uh, and we've been sort of, we put projects together in Cote d'Ivoire in sort of 2017, 2018. And um, we've, through that, started to develop the ODNE project, which is now the flagship project for the company, and um, and and you know we, as a junior, I guess we went, you know, we went through some tough times, and uh, recently uh, at this, you know, in May this year, we actually had um, quite a few changes. We have brought in a new cornerstone investor, um, Orcat, and they sort of helped us clean up the corporate side of the company and and sort of correct where we were. And sort of now we're well poised to um, continue on with the joint venture, which we formed with Newmont um, halfway through last year, and uh, and also start exploring on the surrounding permit package that we have. So we have 2,500 square kilometres of, of tenure as applications and um, two of those perm- and, and one granted permit. And two of those uh, permits, we have a joint venture with Newmont uh, over. So it's an exploration and in joint venture with them. Brilliant. Okay, well, let, let's, let's get on to the JV in a, in a second. I want to sort of, again, just understand the, the people involved with this one. So you've, you've moved from COO to CEO, uh, and, and some people have, have left. And Stephen Stewart, we, we know on this platform very well, uh, of ORCAP has invested. I mean, in, when you say they've invested Cornerstone, what does that mean? Um, so Orcap have come in with a um, one and a half million dollar funding. So the the Orcap themselves are sitting at about fifteen percent, and then there were other associated investors with that as well to to top up the the one and a half million investment. And alongside that, we also raised um, another um, just over eight hundred thousand through um, which was done through Beacon. And so. With that financing, um, Stephen came on the board as well as one of his um, technical people, Charles Beaudry. Um, and it was actually Charles that recognised um, what we were doing in Cote d'Ivoire. And, and he has got... So Charles has got a strong history in Brazil and uh, and was around when they were making the first sort of um, IOCG copper gold sort of discoveries in Brazil. And, and, and he saw similarities in in the work that we were doing with the early stage work that they were doing in the Cariats province in, uh, in Brazil. Okay. So, right. So, so that, that's, the, that's the who, and you've talked, you've talked about the money, which has set you up to do, I guess, the what is what I'm looking at now, but we better understand exactly what ODNA um, is, what you knew about it and what, and what you know today. So look, it's a, it's, it's an interesting story, ODNA. I think, I mean, I, we, we, I, when I was selecting projects, I mean, I've got a protracted history in in uh, in West Africa. Um, I first went to West Africa in two thousand and three, four, um, and have been sort of continually uh, exploring, either as a, a company um, person or as a, a 
a consultant um, since uh, 2010. Um, so, so I do have a, and worked in multiple countries in 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 um, West Africa. So, uh, we went in there with a with a the the usual greenstone belt, shear zone hosted orogenic models, and and when I looked at ODNA, uh, I saw the right rocks, the right alteration, um, quite a bit of artisanal workings in, uh, with with you know plenty of gold around, and and you know went in there with those orogenic and shear zone hosted models. Rangold held a similar area um, in the mid '90s, and so I had, yeah, had managed to find some of that data, like old maps and things like that as well. And it all just looked pretty interesting. And and we started prospecting and 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 made um, uh, some early soil discoveries and drilled one of those and and drilled one of those and 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 had a high grade discovery um, with the with the orogenic idea, and then actually moved on to another target. Um, in which was uh, associated with the same with structural corridor, and, and it looked very, very sim- similar geologically. But when we actually went in and drilled it, um, it, it it turned out to be more of a gold and copper um, anomaly with um, hematite breaches and 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 something very, very different to what we were expecting. So we went back to all the old data, and and started to to unpack. Um, all this, there was base metal anomalism in the Rangold data, which we'd sort of put on the shelf and we'd, we're not quite sure. And we knew we were close to the Archean margin, but didn't didn't really um, have a model for it or why. And so we went back and, and looked at where we are. So as a geologist, you always should be looking at where you are. Um, and that's not geographically, it's where you are um, geologically. And and so then we sort of started to look at that, and 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 with the data that we had and the geology that we understood, we could we started to make some inferences that hey, hang on a minute, we are actually in a similar setting to the Karyas province, to the Olympic Dam province, to the Mount Isa province. We could see similarities between all those, and we started to delve further into that, and 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 started to use sort of intrusive related IACG models for our exploration. And, and that sort of started to drive more exploration success. And that is actually what we talked about a little bit before was what, what, what sort of started to bring in um, the interest from, from Newmont uh, in, in the project as well. Right. So, so just, just against, uh, definitely get to Newmont, definitely. But I'm just interested in that, that, that process um, where you, you've mentioned in their orogenic type styles, you've mentioned um, breaches. You know, obviously, you're seeing... Um, some similarities to the Karyos uh, IOCG deposits in in Brazil. Um, the recent drilling that you've done, you, you talk about you know, five thousand meters um, of assays looking to come through. How did you do that? Mo- the modeling in terms of targeting, but also what data are you expecting to get from those? Because you've got to get that balance between giving the market what it wants to hear with you know high, high grade gold with you know copper credits. And actually, give, giving you the data that you need to plan out, you know, future drill programs and, and managing that whole process efficiently. So, what, what was the thinking? What were the discussions? Sure. So, look, we're we're we're, we're systematic explorers. Um, if there's something I've learned over the years is is that you um, need to be systematic and and understand um, those things progressively. So. We've done lots of early stage geochemistry, termitaria sampling, and soil sampling, depending on our regolith. Um, 
now we've actually managed to fly um, uh, detailed magnetics over the permit. Uh, we've also just finished a, a permit-wide gravity survey, um, and at its, you know, its fairway mapping or layering, layering all that data is is how we do our target selection and 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 ranking. And so um, th th that's how we sort of made those. We made we made two early stage high grade discoveries uh, at Charger and Empire, and Scepter is a huge. Uh, anomaly. It's five kilometres long, which we've effectively now divided into three to four zones, and and we've we've just drilled the eastern zone, um, which we called Scepter East, and and the discovery holes there gave us copper, moly, gold, silver mineralisation um, with peripheral iron oxide alteration, which which fits in with the intrusive related OCG model. So we we look at it as kind of hybrid. So everything is still structurally controlled. Um, but and and they're controlling these late intrusions that are also we we believe are driving mineralization as well. So we, we have these late a lot of late intrusions through the through the um, district, and 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 they are also driving. We believe they're driving mineralization in the district. Right. So well, let's, let's talk about. Okay, yeah. I understand, and we will come back to that as well. But I'm I'm just trying to get all the moving parts together, and then maybe reorganize them for a better conversation, no, more of a conversation later. So let, let's get on to the Newmont uh, JV. So obviously, tell us the terms of the, the deal, first of all, start with that. So, um, yeah, so halfway through last year, uh, we we um, we signed a, a deal with Newmont, which was a 15 million US dollar earning in two phases. Um, the first wave phase is a $5 million spend for 51%, and the second phase is um, another $10 million um, to take them to uh, 65%, um, and also the option to buy at a local holder for another 10%. Um, so that would take them to 75% at the end of that $15 million spend, which is a local buyer. Right, okay. And what, what did... what? Why would they, a very large company, come into a project this early stage with this little information? Are they looking to do the Brazilian um, parallels um, or is there information which they have, which they're privy to, which kind of got them over the line with, in discussions with you? Well, I think, um, look, the, the, the bigger companies are, uh, are always looking at where the major sort of crustal, in this, in the, you know, uh, um, sort of the major crustal sort of things interlock. Okay, so Archean margins are particularly interesting to them. We're we're on a flexure on that Archean margin as well. So and 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 we were and we have seen district scale alterations. So when I've gone and looked outside, you know, outside exactly where we are, we see the same alteration. And and so they they come into things with a with a district scale idea. And and the fact that we had had you know and then but then on top of that the fact that we'd we'd seen high grade fluid flow with the discoveries at, at Empire and Charger, that sort of helped. So a few hundred meter gram intercepts at an early early expiration stage is um, is is always a good indicator that you know that 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 something has got potential as well. So a, a combination of of regional potential along with um, proven high grade fluid flow is, is is something that would bring um, I think people like Newmont you know raise the interest in a project um, 
Yeah, I, I, I've known the the local, the you know, the Newmont guys for a while, and 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 they've followed what what we've been doing. Um, so so they're always aware of what we were we were up to as well. Okay, okay. So and again, with the, the I guess the um, the balancing act that small companies need to be aware of, conscious of, uh, and and try and navigate is the expectations of the the larger company, the bigger balance sheet, you know, what they need to drive um, their decision-making versus what you need to kind of drive your market valuations don't necessarily always match up. And on, on top of that, you know, come, come the moment they've spent their 15 million bucks, you need to be able to raise capital and, you know, carry, you know, I presumably carry your, your own load um, to be able to retain that last 25% of this or, or is there something more to the deal that we need to be aware of in terms of they'll they'll take this through to FID? I mean, where, where, where does fifteen million take them or you? Well, there, well, I guess there there is like under the deal there is an option for them to to fund um, further um, exploration uh, or you know scoping and feasibility studies. So um, there there is a deal there as part of that there is an option where we can effectively. Um, have them continue and and uh, dilute down to fifteen percent, um, and and so depending on on how how things are at at that point in time, um, I guess we we I mean we cross that bridge when we get to it. But there is that option for for Newmont funding um, if if uh, at at that sort of you know feasibility stage um, of 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 a project um, you know a project life. Right, because um, what, what I, I guess what people would be asking is that does does that fifteen million for seventy five percent equate to a good deal for shareholders? Because um, I guess there's two two things could happen. One, they don't see the size and the scale that they need, which doesn't necessarily mean it won't be good for a, another company. It just won't be a Newmont size project. And they hand they hand you presumably they they hand everything back to you is that is, is that what happens yeah that's right and then then you know we we go so there's a mechanism for us to go back to 51 percent, and then there's a dilution um beyond gotcha. that if we keep going and 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 so um yeah i mean that is uh that, that is possibility um but right. and route, route two is you need to demonstrate to your shareholders well all bit this this deal is a means to an end and because there will be other projects in the portfolio or other opportunities, but this thing kind of keeps the lights on till then. I mean, is that the other way of looking at it? Well, yeah, I mean, that's 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 the thing. So, so I, I would, you know, I would view what we're doing with Newmont now. From my perspective, what we're doing with Newmont now is, is is we're developing our understanding of the of the district operation system that we have. And so, so as I, as mentioned, we have, um, a, you know, um, seven permits uh, in the district. Um, and so now we've got sort of backing and, and our own funding. We want to move to get other permits granted and start our own um, work along strike um, from from where we've been doing the work with Newmont now. So and and so we already have a hand start in that, and then we know what we're looking for, and we 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 have a you know exploration techniques that we can take. And 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 move on into in, into those permits as well. So we can create value on the hundred percent Awali permits um, in parallel with with working with managing the project for Newmont. And um, and and so I, I think there's a considerable amount of leverage there. 
And and if if the if the joint venture projects turn out to be a new Monscale project, I mean, you know, we're, we're talk, you know, it's going it, to these are billion dollar plus projects, right? When you when you look at a new mon, a scale, what the, what their hurdles are. So you know, the, I th- I would expect our valuation to to move accordingly. Um, with 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 the if 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 we do have um, uh, something of that scale, so so I think if our value, you know if the valuation moves accordingly, there's there would be the opportunity to to start to to um, contribute to to feasibility, and I think also at that at that phase, you know Newmont would probably be managing that feasibility study and give us the opportunity to really even more focus on on those district plays or. Or other plays that 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 we view are, are in, you know have excellent potential for the company. So, you know, it, it, there there is always an, an interplay between those things. But uh, I, I'll also I also think that Newmont's extremely comfortable with our technical ability. So, you know, you asked about the team earlier. My my two OC uh, Andrew Smith, um, our chief geologist. He's a he's a um, a fantastic geologist and. Um, puts many of us to shame to be honest and and so you know our our level of technical ability is 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 high and uh, Newmont definitely uh, recognize that and and Andrew and I have worked really hard at at putting together a a, a good Ivorian team uh, on the ground as well so you know the the we, we we do have an excellent team in place to to continue to 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 drive everything forward Right, so what I'm hearing is the the Newmont deal is obviously very, very important, and it's it's I guess a your flag a flagship project in in ODNA. Um, but the money that you raised earlier with um, with Stephen Stewart and Orco um, and others two point three that will continue to advance some of the other regional opportunities as well. Just so you can sort of see what's going on there, and get a sense of how how the the this this structures underground actually work and how you know if and how they're connected. I mean, is I mean, in which case, how much time and effort is and what's the balance between uh, operational um, teams' time? Um, I'll look. At, you know, with there's a with the early stage play, plays, we have scope to to work those ourselves and and work them up to initial drill programs next year. And and you know per, perhaps have some early stage discoveries on those. So we, we have enough of a team in place to to manage something like that. With you know I would manage that with contract arms and legs if you want to go into the de- detail. But uh, you know we we have the technical oversight. But uh, you 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 would use contract arms and legs for to 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 bring it up to you know to to implement the work. I, I guess is is the way to put it. Um, so that you know that that can happen quite easily um, with with managing their their side of the story and doing plenty of drilling, and and also uh, starting to bring um, permits online for us and working those permits. Right. Okay. And, and talk to me about some drill costs because and I think one of the press releases from back in July was talking about. Um, the five thousand meters and obviously assays pending, etc., and three million bucks from of Newmont's money went to that. Was that was that? Or no, actually, it was for the twenty twenty three drill program, right? So, is is the drilling finished for the year, or is there more to come? No, there should be more to come in Q four. Um, so, <clears throat> we yeah, so um, we've got a three million dollar budget from Newmont for this year. 
Um, and, and, you know, at this juncture, we've spent a, a little over uh, one half of that, uh, that budget. Um, getting closer to two million, so there's still money to, to, and we're sitting in the middle of wet season, so we're we're in a quiet time now, and so there is there is there is um, funding in the kitty to to move forward toward the end of the, to do more dr- drilling toward the end of the year. So, and what sort of drilling are we talking about? Is it just RC, or are we doing diamond as well? Uh, RC and diamond. Um, so the last the last program was a combination of the two, but. But uh, my, uh, so we put first diamond holes into into a, into scepter, and and some follow up diamond drilling at, at Charger as well, and then all the new prospects that we drilled were all diamond too. Okay, okay, interesting. Okay, so how many more meters should we expect for the when you obviously the rainy season part when rainy season will stop? Then Octoberish, are we talking? Um, yeah, so yeah, by the time it really dries out and you can get back in, yeah, it is October and perhaps even into November. Um, and and so, look, um, the 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 funding, you know, how much drilling we actually do is actually also dependent on is is dependent on the funding for twenty twenty four. So I'm, ex- you know, we're we're, we're Newmont is extremely bullish about the project. I would have thought they're they're very happy with the way the project is going. So um, it, with, there could be um, uh, an acceleration of, of, of funding from them at, at the end of the year, which becomes part of the 2024 budget. So, so you know, saying exactly how much drilling there would be is, is, is difficult, but, you know, it would be a minimum. You know, the minimum based on the budget we have is, is like another thousand metres. Right. Okay. Okay. Fine. So, and in fact, you better just remind yourself because I think I think we've I think we both got it in our heads, but we're going to skip blithely through it. To remind people of the sorts of grays and balances between the kind of the, the the gold, copper, and I think there's possibly even a little bit of silver in there as well. But could you do that? Um, so look, it did, like so we we have multiple prospects, and and it sort of depends on the prospect. So um, Empire and 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 Charger are sort of high grade the gold systems. Um, we have, you know, multiple um, hundred gram meter intercepts and it gold in at, at those two prospects. Um, charge and then Scepter is a little bit different in that it's a large or Scepter East in particular is a is sort of a large tonnage um, lower grade, sort of more along the lines of the of IOCGs and and if if you're not familiar with iron oxide copper gold sort of grades, it's it's the porphyry. That, that you're looking at so um but you know um so you half at the, at the moment sort of we're looking at sort of 0.2 to 0.6 grams gold um similar percent in in copper um uh, and then uh, silver credits with that as well as well as molybdenum so um so it's a copper copper gold silver molybdenum um system and uh, and and it's uh, scepter east is Big. So at the moment we've drilled 700 meters of strike and and seen mineralization in in all holes, um, and you know we've in this recent program we drilled um, one hole to a depth of 365 meters down hole, which is about 275 meters vertical, um, and and you know the results from, from that drill hole, uh, you know we've got 358, you know it's almost from surface, so from six meters. Uh, there's the, it's mineralized at 0.34 percent copper equivalent, um, and you know it's things are open along strike uh, beyond that 700 meters, 
and and the system at the moment is sort of 400 meters wide and and open at depth as well and and we've done very little drilling so there's you know i think 15 or 17 holes um in that in that in that system and we know these things are zoned and so with this drilling we'll be able to start looking at that zonation is there an alteration zonation with that and and start to to try and um you know understand where we are in in that um in that mineralite system as well right okay okay understand well i get like as, as, i guess as the assays come out was we'll, we'll you'll be able to kind of paint a picture for us um there you know how, how things are progressing just just in terms of let's let's talk about west africa let's talk about Cote d'Ivoire, and let's 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 talk about um you know ability to operate in country etc okay so western africa different countries have different um foreign investment profiles in terms of attractiveness Cote d'Ivoire for you guys um how long you've been operating there you know what can you tell us in terms of your ability to do business um look we as mentioned we sort of put the projects the projects were put together in 2017 and um the country is actually still quite open from an exploration perspective at that stage so that's what enabled me to actually peg um a lot of open ground in that in that only any district as well and I, and I even pegged more once we sort of cottoned on to our new iocg ideas as well um and um as, as far as a jurisdiction to operate in it's it's a really like you know as mentioned of I've operated in uh, Mali, Burkina Faso, uh, Niger, uh, Ghana, um, uh, Liberia as well. Um, so, so it, when I benchmark, uh, you know, it, it, it's it's a, it's a quite a it's a good jurisdiction to be operating in. Um, the mining code is is pretty sound, um, and and so it, you know we don't really have any issues. We have good relationships with the various people in the government. Um, departments that you need to have relationships with, you know, on a, on an ongoing basis, and keeping them informed of what you're doing, and and so yeah, it's it's a, it is a good jurisdiction to operate, and I think at, it's as a foreign investment, not just in you know, in in mining. There's been quite a few new mine developments in the last three years as well. So Endeavour's developing developed a couple of new mines, um, you know, so the the. That sort of things is really good, but also it's just a general foreign investment destination. Cote d'Ivoire has been a bit of a poster boy in West Africa for for the last, you know, since 2012. Um, there's been a, a lot of foreign direct investment in Cote d'Ivoire. Right. Okay. Yeah, we've spoken to a few companies operating in, in the country. Um, always worth checking and name checking, etc. Um, like, talk to me about um, moving moving for the next twelve months and so. In terms of those kind of long poles and the tent and, and think think you know causes for concern um, and, and need need managing. Um, obviously, access to site via roads that work, power, you know, water, all all of those sorts of things that you you kind of need to kind of um, manage the, the guys on the ground. And permitting, obviously, um, as, as well. How's that? Um, so, we're look for a, for an exploration company. We're extremely lucky because there's a there's a tarred road that goes right through the middle of the property to the main town, which is called ODNA. And and we 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 have our you know ODNA is a large town. I think you know sort of in that forty fifty thousand plus range. Um, and so we effectively house ourselves. We've got an office and, and, a, and a large house which the guys live in. 
um, as as two separate entities in in the Odiani town, and and there is a and then beyond that there is laterite sheeted sheeted roads um, that go through to Guinea um, within the within the permit area as well. So the access is fantastic, um, and and as far as the you know um, senior guys go, there's also um, regular um, flights with Air Code Dubai um, actually to Odiani. So there's three flights a week uh, to ADNA for for shifting people around and and things like that as well. So it's it's extremely well um, facilitated um, from a, from a logistic perspective, and and there are you know the, we source very little from Abidjan. We we get most of the things from Odiani town or the surrounding bigger bigger towns in the in the district. Right. Okay. And with regards to the ability to do that, obviously you need permits for quite a few things. Is, is that a kind of easy process? Um, like a permitting is in. Um, well, the, the, I, we do. Like, I so being do, obviously you, you've got the, you've obviously got drill drill, drill permitting uh, in in place. Are there any any other kind of I guess paperwork red tape obstructions to uh, your ability to do business? Um, no. I mean, look, we we. Um, I've been, I've, so for me, I've been operating in West Africa for a long time, and so it's really about talking to people. And and so as part of our team, we've got a um, you know our, our senior geologist, but we've also got a dedicated um, you know community relations ESG um, person, and 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 we we keep a a strong relationship with um, all you know all the different stakeholders in the district. Um, be that the be be that at a village level, a customary level, you know, government levels, um, the gendarmerie, the police, the, um, you know, the local mosques, all those sorts of things. We 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 use all those um, things to facilitate letting people in the district understand who we are and and what we're doing. Um, and uh, and so, you know, uh, that's another thing. You know, that's another thing. You was impressive when I came in because of the that's a big thing for them is that social governance. And, and so we really, we, we've got strong social governance things in place. And, and, and look, one of the, one of the things you do mention is that, that because our permit was granted earlier, there is um, what they call foray class A, which are like state forests, which are used for logging um, in our, in our permit area. And, and so we've worked with the government um, forestry authority um, and other other people in it is we're not the, we're not the only ones. Other people have have made those relationships with with Sodafor, they're called uh, as well. But we have a, an agreement with Sodafor where we actually pay for um, their um, they have a tree nursery. We pay for part of that tree nursery, and and they do re, we fund a sort of replanting um, in 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 their in their in their state forests uh, as well. So, so um, look, th that's really the only that that one is the only official permitting that we we have actually done is so when we're operating in those state forests, um, we we have given them a a, a twelve month plan, and uh, and and we we operate within those parameters, and every twelve months we we renew that twelve month, and and so but but uh, you know. As far as the, the the mining authority goes, the um, we have a good relationship with them as well. They come and visit on a regular basis. There's a guy stationed in Odiana. Um, he 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 knows what we're doing, and 
And so we just we just keep open an open door policy with with uh, with all the stakeholders and 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 uh, when you operate like that, in my experience, you usually can do what you need to do um, within the timeframes that you're trying to do them within. Okay, well, just just to kind of finish up, just remind us of what we should be expecting to hear from you, you know, for the rest of this this year and maybe into next. Um, so, of course, we've got, you know, uh, more drill results uh, coming through. Um, so we, we recently drilled five uh, prospects. So there's uh, follow-up at Scepter and, and, and uh, Charger, Scepter East and Charger. But we've also drilled Scepter Main, uh, Lando, and another one called BDM. So we've, we've got sort of first scout holes in those other, in those other prospects, uh, which, which we're pretty excited about. Um, the, the whole, the whole Scepter pro project, like I said, it's five kilometers long and it's zoned going from sort of copper, copper molly rich at the east zone where we're drilling now. And as you move toward the west along that four, five kilometers of strike, you go into more and more gold, gold rich geochemistry. So, we're just slowly working it. We're not slowly. We're working our way across that, um, and and uh, and and are looking. You know, we we saw some pretty interesting uh, drill core from Scepter Main, and uh, and so looking forward to getting results from there. And as well as the BDM and and Lando, they're both four kilometer long copper gold molybdenum uh, anomalies um, that sit um, on a on a a belt basin margin, which is a, which is a pretty classic target design um, for for gold and, and copper where we are. So, so we're pretty excited about seeing those results too.